When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to hour number two of Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. Brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. And a reminder, too, if you're a local musician, if you want to hear your music on WATD, if it's professionally produced, and you live in the New England region, you can get it to me by visiting our Facebook page, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, or on Instagram at almostfamousradio. And my name is John Shea. The second hour means we're on the tiny stage, and tonight we're being joined by singer-songwriter Zoe Benson. Good evening. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. So for those who might not be familiar with you, give us an introduction. Who are you? I am Zoe Benson. I'm from Boulder, Colorado, and I'm a student at Berklee College of Music in Back Bay, Boston. Um, I study songwriting and music technology, and I plan to release a bunch of singles in the f- next few months. Fantastic. So how did music enter your life? Um, I have, have always been a music lover, but... I think seeing live shows when I was little um, and seeing my dad play for our family, um, just anytime somebody can in person make you feel something and kind of break your heart or make you so joyful, um, I think that's super powerful. That's awesome. Talk about some of those live shows. What are some of the shows that really made you want to pursue this? Um, I actually, there was this girl who performed a soundtrack for a children's book that I used to read called Cassandra's Angel. Um, And she ended up in a rock band an hour away from me in Boulder. She was performing around Denver. Um, And she was in a rock band called Della. And I went to just a dive bar with my dad and saw her perform. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, I'm going to be a rock star. That's awesome. <laughs> so when did you realize that you wanted to do this so badly that Berkeley came into the picture? Um, I had just, I'd been making those bedroom YouTube videos for a few years um, and getting kind of good at what I was doing. And that was the only thing I wanted to spend my time on. And there's kind of one place that's the best to do that. Um, so I ended up auditioning and... I had gone to a summer program there as well, and I kind of just knew that it's where I fit. Excellent. Let's talk more about Berkeley and the uh, in that five-week program you just mentioned, uh, but let's hear a song first. What are we listening to uh, first on the tiny stage tonight? This is called Just Fine. I wrote it a couple months ago. All right, let's hear it. We have Zoe Benson tonight on 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. <laughs> Something to say sitting in your smile. I didn't want to know, but I want to know now. Keep my mouth shut while you pour your heart out. Cause I need a little time to get it right. To get it right. And now you're touching my. In your neck and it's driving you mad Now you're running away Have I made a mistake? Cause I keep going back Now I'm buying a drink Baby, 
Benson on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very nice. Thank you. Talk about what that song's about. Um, that song is about kind of pretending like you're feeling great and um, kind of running around messing with people because you're trying to deal with your own emotions. Now, do you remember where you were when that song was written? Yeah, I was in Spain, actually. Um, I was studying abroad on a Berkeley semester program, um, and we were just eating paella and getting sangria every night, <laughs> and I wrote this song in the dorms. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Very relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk about your songwriting style, Zoe. How do you typically compose? Are you, are you um, lyric-driven, musically-driven when you first sit down and you get an idea in your head? Yeah, I would say I'm lyrically-driven. Um I usually feel like I need to find something to play that matches how I'm feeling, and then I sort of puzzle piece the words together from there. Does songwriting come easy to you? Uh, sometimes. Um, it's definitely, there are weeks or months where I'm writing every day and I'm psyched, and then um, there are definitely times when I sit down and I'm like, I that's it, I've written everything I'm going to write, I can't write anymore, I'm, I'm not a songwriter now. <laughs> So how many times do you do you revise a song once it's once you have it written? Um, I usually feel like if it's not ready when I'm when I stand up from writing it, um, like definitely I'll tweak it from there, but if I haven't finished something I'm psyched about right then and there, then it's not it's not going to go very much further. I think it's sort of you have to let just kind of like dies on the operating table basically. Yeah, you have to <laughs> let the song kind of have the life it's going to have and um, yeah, if it's not 
Sometimes it does, for sure. <laughs> so how do you think your songwriting has evolved from those bedroom videos in Colorado to your time here in Boston at Berkeley? Oh, I think I watched a bunch of people um, who are far more talented than I was uh, doing doing all sorts of different things and a lot of performances at Berkeley. I think the biggest thing that happened to me was I realized I didn't always have to rhyme everything. <laughs> like I can say what I mean, even if it doesn't fit exactly right. Um, and I think that that opened up a lot for me because I could uh, really get something out of, something therapeutic out of writing what I meant. That's very cool. Thank very you. poetic too. <laughs> um, so how, did, how, how was the transition from Colorado to Boston? Um, I actually went from Colorado to New York City, and I studied at the New School um, for a year, and that was crazy. That was too much. Um, <laughs> it was super fun and very exciting to be in New York, and I'm glad I had that opportunity, but Boston ended up feeling like really relaxing by comparison. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, what is currently available from you? Um, right now, I have... A few songs. I think we've heard Smooth on this station before. Yes. Yeah, and Stranger. I think those are uh, most reflective of what I'm trying to do now. But I am in the next few months working on releasing uh, six or eight songs. Fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait to hear those. Uh, let's you. hear another song right now. What, do you, what, what are we listening to next? Ah, uh, This is called Better, and I wrote it um, with a friend on a songwriting retreat in California. And this is about um, that thing where you are kind of breaking someone's heart or hurting them and sort of asking them to console you. <laughs> Let's hear it. We have Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. The tiny stage is yours. Thank you. Don't stick around 
Zoe Benson on 95.9 WATD. That was awesome, too. Nice job on that. Thank you. Elaborate more about how that, that one happened. Where were you in your mind when that happened? Um, that, I guess, I was talking to a friend, and what we did was we would sit down and just start talking about our feelings and see what was kind of coming up loudest and try and write a song about it. Um, and I was talking to my friend McCall, um, McCall Kimball, who's also a, an amazing artist, and you should look her up. Um, we were sort of making fun of ourselves and how pathetic it is to be like, I'm upset, I need help, because um, <laughs> you're you're hurting someone else and you're still somehow asking from some, for something from them. Uh, so we were just talking about that, and that's where it came from. Fantastic. And uh, is that one of the songs that you're you're going to uh, try to record this year? Yeah, yeah. I think that she and I are both going to do our own versions of it. Nice. Um, yeah, which will be cool to have both. Excellent. So, talk about some of your 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 future plans too. In addition to, in addition to those singles, do you, do you have any plans for a full length? Yeah, I've thought about it, um, and I definitely have enough to do that, but. I think it's more exciting for me to sort of throw stuff out there every few weeks or months. Um, and I think that it's hard to get someone's attention for a full length album now. That's true. I think, I think you're, you're kind of right on the money there. It's kind of yeah. a, a single driven society at this point. Yeah. Have you done much, much, uh, many shows in the Boston area? Yeah. Um, I have done mostly house shows lately around Berkeley, which is super fun. Um, but I performed um, in a few Berkeley shows on campus recently, the Red Room. So I'm doing a lot of stuff around Berkeley. And I performed in Valencia as well, in Valencia, Spain, um, at Cafe Art Isana. So stuff like that. I really I like coffee shop gigs. That is awesome. I want to talk about Spain too. How did that happen? Yeah, um, it's a really cool opportunity that Berkeley has. They have a campus in Valencia, Spain and I kind of felt like I couldn't let that opportunity go. That's awesome. So what happened out there? Did you do, did you um, work on like songwriting retreats or anything like that? Um, No retreats there. I did a lot of uh, music technology related recording. Um, My my, uh, the other half of my major. Um, so I did a lot of work in studios there and it's um, great because there's a lot less people and a lot more opportunity to have that time. But I did a lot of writing just because I think a lot was going on and I had a lot to say there. That's cool. And not to keep changing gears here, but uh, talk about that second major. Talk about the music technology side of your life. Yeah. Um, so I am a control freak and I need to be able to do everything myself. So (laughs) I am trying to pick up uh, Pro Tools and record my own music Um, and hopefully not at the expense of the quality of the music because I know so many talented people. I'm trying to involve as many people as I can in what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, I'm working hard at getting that, getting those skills up to where they need to be. So the music that's available currently, is that all produced by you? It's not. No, it's Michael Binder 
who now works out of Las Vegas, um, but he was a friend of mine in Boulder, Colorado. Um, yeah, and a lot of the stuff that's up there is really old. I was 16, 17 in some of those. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so share with us some of your online information. Where can people track you down on the web? Yeah, zoebensonmusic.com. Um, and my Instagram, Zoe Alexandra Benson. I would say those are the two best ways. Fantastic. You're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, and we have to take our first time out of the night, but do you have more music to share? Yes. All right, let's do that after this. Perfect. Right now, though, let's take a look at the forecast. Here is meteorologist Rob Gillen. We're your radio station, the South Shores 95.9 WATD. Yes, it is 95.9 WATD. I am John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across New England, brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio, and on Instagram at almostfamousradio. And we are on the tiny stage tonight with Zoe Benson. How you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for coming down to the South Shore. Thank you for having me. Give us another introduction, if you would, Zoe. Tell us who you are. Yes, I'm Zoe Benson from Boulder, Colorado, and I'm a songwriter. Excellent. And share your online information with us. Yeah, you can find my music at zoebensonmusic.com. Excellent. And uh, what is currently available uh, out there for your music? Right now I have some covers and a couple of originals. I also have an old EP out. Um, but I, I was saying that Smooth and Stranger are more reflective of what I'm doing now. Excellent. And what are, what are, what are you doing now? Um, hopefully releasing a bunch of um, singles in the next few months and lyrically driven emotional music. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're, you're currently at uh, Berkeley College of Music. What year are you in, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm seventh semester, so I'm looking to graduate at the end of this summer. Excellent. Are you on par for that? Yeah, as of right now, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Hopefully everything continues to go that way. Thank you. Uh, let's hear another song. What are we listening to next? Uh, this song's called Turns Them On. Okay. Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. in our old life this whole time you still smell like me how'd that last for six months how am i still stuck on you i think you had it all thought out what you'd say when i showed up cause i really thought you'd leave you held me and i felt colder i could stay in some other bed and i have been i could write a note and give it to your best Telling everyone of me to want you back again But that just turns them on I'm wearing out the shoes on my feet But I can't stand still Cause I don't think you're missing me I'm telling everyone that I don't think I'll love again But that just turns them on I see you everywhere I go Half the time it's really you How do you look at me Without smiling like you used to I don't know if I should thank you Or say I'm sorry for the way this worked out 
Cause I really thought you'd leave But it's worse than that You don't hate me I could stay in some other bed And I have been I could write a note and give it to your best friend I'm telling everyone of me Don't want you back again But that just turns them on I'm wearing out the shoes on my feet But I can't stand still Cause I don't think you're missing me I'm telling everyone that I don't think I'll love again Turns them on Fantastic. Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that one, please. Yeah. Um, that is about um, kind of being sad and lonely and talking about it um, and then having people respond by hitting on you. Okay. <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it with a lot of my friends as well. I think um, that it's just sort of an interesting thing to figure out whether you need to move on or uh, talk to somebody about it. Do you typically write from real life experiences? Yeah, I do. And elaborate on that. Like, how did you, could you uh, can you make up your own story, or do you have to kind of write about your life? Yeah. Well. I, I usually have to tell true stories in some way, um, but I often try to tell somebody else's story, someone I'm close to, um, from their perspective. Um, so a lot of times I'm asking my friends, like, if you ever want to talk to me about how upset you are about that, I, I'll take notes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, which some people don't appreciate. But and you might hear it you know, live on the stage at the burn. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> So talk about some of your, your influences. Who did you grow up listening to and who are you listening to present day? Yeah, um, I liked classic rock, um, Led Zeppelin. I really like Neil Finn a lot um, from New Zealand. That's Crowded House. Yeah, Crowded House. Love him. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Amanda Hawkins, Della. I liked that a lot. Um, lately, I think Joni Mitchell... Um, I like I like a lot of pop stuff now too. Billie Eilish, uh, yeah, I'm a little all over the place, but awesome. And how about some of you, some of your favorite um, co Berkeley students? Yeah, um, Lick Neon. His name is Nick Leon, and his band is Lick Neon. <laughs> um, he's great. Gold Space, also great. Um, Annie Crivet is a good friend of mine who I sing harmonies for. Um, yeah, I haven't heard a lot of bad music around Berkeley. <laughs> awesome. And I was reading on your website that you also teach songwriting. Yeah. Um, so Dana V Music in Boulder, Colorado is where I took voice lessons and piano. And um, yeah, I did over a summer, I did a bunch of songwriting lessons and sort of a camp. And then I've done remote lessons like FaceTime, Skype stuff with those same students. That's cool. Yeah. Have any of your students ever inspired you? Oh, yes. Yeah, the, absolutely. I went in and I was like, kind of, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to go, but I was shocked at, I felt a lot of the time like I didn't have much to say to people. That's <laughs> I think, cool. Yeah, anybody who has something to say that's specifically their voice. I was also reading about the, uh, the Boulder Creek Festival Teen Songwriting Competition. Talk about that. Yeah, that was the day that I graduated high school, um, so I like on my way to get my cap and gown stopped at the Creek Festival and did a set 
and um, won the songwriting competition. So I got to do a main stage set there, and that was so much fun. But I was it, I was kind of a fish out of water because I had never done anything longer than one one or two songs before, and I had I think an hour long set might have been 30 minutes and it felt like an hour to me at the time um but yeah I was working really hard trying to get that together um and that I think inspired me too because I got to feel really uncomfortable and then really proud of myself after so has your um on stage kind of shyness kind of evaporated over the years oh I think I I think I'll always get nervous but um yeah it is I think now I just have more of a purpose in mind when I'm performing and I feel less like it's about me and more like it's about telling a story. Do you have any favorite performance moments that come to mind in your time? Oh, (laughs) I don't know why this came to mind, but I performed, uh, I think Allie and AJ's I'm Walking on Sunshine at the (laughs) the Boulder Creek Festival when I was a little kid. And that was a big moment for me. I was wearing like a bright orange and gold sequined shirt and I was doing dance moves that went with the song. <laughs> now, how would you compare the Colorado music scene to the New England music scene, Boston and uh, Massachusetts? Oh, I think they're similar actually. I think that it's kind of a tight-knit community in both places. Um and there are definitely just a few really good hot spots for performing, but everybody kind of knows each other in both scenes. Awesome. Yeah. Let's do some more music. What are we listening to next? Um, smooth. All right. I like this tune. <laughs> we have Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours whenever you're ready. Thank you. Terrified of cancer 
cancer And I'm drawn to the flames in you Drawn to the flames in you Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. Smooth, one of the songs that we've been playing quite a bit by you. <laughs> nice job on that. Thank you. Talk about what that song's about. Yeah, um, that's about being with someone that you're not totally comfortable with yet um, and feeling like you kind of can't get something out of them, like you can't really level with them. We have Zoe Benson in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Share with us your online information again, if you would, please. Yeah, it's zoebensonmusic.com. Excellent. And how about Facebook, Instagram, anything like that? Yeah, my Instagram is Zoe Alexandra Benson. Awesome. I noticed, too, uh, reading your website, um, that uh, during your time at Berkeley, which is still ongoing, uh, you did some work at the Berkeley radio station. Yeah, I did. What was that like? Oh, it was so much fun. Um, I started co-hosting a show with my friend Annie Meadows, and we did, the theme of it was the best of times with Annie and Zoe, so we did a different decade every week, um, and some of our favorite stuff from then, and The Burn does not have a huge listening um, group, (laughs) so we were kind of doing everything we could to figure out how to get people to tune in, and... Ultimately, we started taking calls during the show and kind of talking to people on air and asking for song requests. And I think involving people like that really helped us out. We got so many more people interested. Awesome. Smart move there. Yeah, it was so much fun. So do you have a favorite musical decade? Oh, I think it changes all the time. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think it has to be the 60s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who were some, some of your favorite uh, artists from that time period? Oh, um, Bob Dylan, the Beatles, all of the... Everybody. The standards. All the standards. <laughs> <laughs> the standards, but the the most brilliant songwriters. That's cool. So I, I need to ask, too, you know, as, as somebody who's studying music technology, what are your thoughts on the way that uh, a lot of these streaming services are handling their royalty payments? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I actually, I have a professor, Melissa Farrick, who... Who's awesome. Is awesome. And she is actually involved right now in a case where, um, yeah, she's kind of fighting for better tracking of where all the money's going and where who's getting paid. Um, a lot of people are working on that right now. And... Yeah, it would be great if we could figure out who wrote the song and get them the money. I think that there's no reason why we don't we can't figure that out. We have plenty of technology. Exactly, I agree. <laughs> Is any of your music available up on Spotify or Apple or anything like that? Yes, I'm on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Awesome. Um, yeah, Spotify, iTunes. 
And uh, that EP that you recorded years ago, is that up there too? It is, yeah. It's called Songs from the Basement. Nice. <laughs> and you said you were like, what, 16 when that came out? Yeah, I think that's right. And my voice teacher at the time had really been pushing me to write songs because I was pretty nervous about everything I'd written. And um, I had told him that I was in my basement singing because I didn't my, I didn't want my family to hear everything that I was trying. And um, he was like, oh, so your next EP will be called Songs from the Basement then. And it, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Do you ever go back and take some of the early songs that you've written and recycle them for for current you know, present day? Yeah, I actually, it's funny you ask that because I just the other day was kind of playing through some of the stuff that I was playing at the Creek Festival in high school. Um, and it it is amazing how it's it becomes relevant in a different way years later. But I usually am too tired of the stuff that I've written in the past to bring it back. I think... Maybe if I rewrite some parts of it, it's a good idea. So once you're through with Berkeley, do you do you plan to stay in the Boston area? No, I'm actually planning to move to LA in August. Oh, right that's now. awesome! Yeah, I know. I'm I'm hopeful. I have a lot of good friends out there. Some of some of the ones that were at the songwriting retreat, and I think I'm going to move in with them and see. Awesome. <laughs> what is it about LA that attracts you? Um, when I've been out there, it just feels like everybody's working on something. Um, and that's so inspiring and also intimidating. So I think it would be good for me to be a little scared. <laughs> so do you find that sometimes intimidation can inspire you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what Berkeley has been all about for me. Awesome. <laughs> that is Zoe Benson. She's on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Let's uh, continue on with the music. What are we listening to next? Uh, this song's called On the Red Line. All right. 95.9 WATD, whenever you're ready, it's all yours. Thank you.
Zoe Benson on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. I am John Shea. This is Almost Famous Radio. And uh, Zoe, talk about that song, please. Yeah, um, this is one of my favorites lately because it's, it was kind of the, one of the first times I felt like I've really just let all sorts of sadness out into a song um, without any sort of judgment of that. And I... It's about um, kind of existing in the same world as someone that you loved and um, sort of like redesigning your life around that. Fantastic. Thank you. There's a lot of, uh, lot of emotion to that song. Yeah. And where did the title come from? Yeah, uh, my friend actually told me that it had to be called that. Um, so it was it was called i don't need them it was called without you and she was like that's lame you should pick one of your more descriptive lyrics from the end of the song and i like this one so that's how it happened i love it thank you is that one of the uh, the songs too that's going to be uh, recorded this year yes yeah that's the first one i'm working on so is it going to going to be a full band project yeah i've been playing uh with a full band and a lot of the stuff is coming out a lot more rock and roll than i had anticipated which i love so I'm hoping that that comes across. Now talk about working with the band. When, when, you, when you present them with one of your songs, how do you translate that to the, the band sound? Yeah, um, I'm lucky because I have a lot of really talented people who will just show up um, from around the corner at Berkeley. But um, at first I went into rehearsals and I would just play through it once and be like, what do you guys think? Try something. And they were all like, they they all are great at doing that. They can totally do it. And I do feel like I get a lot more creativity out of them that way, but they're, they'll get mad at me for sure because I don't write out lead sheets. <laughs> and um, I finally did that the other day and I brought it in to a rehearsal and I set it down in front of the, the bass player and I was kind of fumbling through the song and I was going to, I was getting to this part where I had stops written in and I was almost going to stop and kind of talk to him about what I wanted there and he just played it exactly how I had envisioned it because I had written it that way and I was like this is why everybody does this this is why everybody brings in lead sheets (laughs) now I need to ask too and you sort of answered part of this and what you just said when you're 
explaining this to the band, does it always come out the way you hear it in your head? Oh, it usually does, actually. I think I'm lucky because I have people who listen to what I want really well. But, um, yeah, sometimes I'm like, what are you, what are you doing over there? <laughs> but, again, I do... I'm lucky I can communicate with them all really well. So not to put you on the spot, but we're running a little bit ahead of uh, schedule here. Usually we have time for just one more song, but I think we have time for two. Does that work for you? Ah, uh, yeah. Why not? Excellent. Let's hear something <laughs> else. What are, we, what are we doing next? Um, Let's do... It's called My Baby. All right. Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. Take it away. Thank you. Is it okay if I take a minute to tune? Of course. Take your time. Awesome. And while you're doing that, share your website. Awesome. My website is zoebensonmusic.com. Awesome. Thanks for listening. It's the tuning song. (laughs) There we go. Talk about the guitar, too. That's a cool-looking acoustic. Yeah, I love this guitar. Um, my dad took me to pick it out, and I think the ol- one of the only reasons that I picked it at the time was that it fit me really well. It's a little small, and my arms were little at the time. Um, but now I love it. It still sounds amazing, and I have all these friends with expensive guitars, and they're always shocked at how good my little Blue Ridge sounds. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, This song is called My Baby. It's another one from the songwriting retreat with my friends. Zoe Benson, 95.9 WATD. What tuning is that in? <laughs> Dad God. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Love that. Love that sound. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. Talk about how that song happened. Um, We were all kind of just riffing over... I had come up with those chords and I was playing them in the living room in Mount Shasta at this retreat. Um, and sort of slowly, somebody was picking up a banjo and um, a couple people were humming over it and 
me and Anna Schofield and McCall Kimball um, were just, we came up with that, like, that hook, that my baby thing, and we were repeating it and harmonizing over it. It started out kind of gospel almost. Um, yeah, that's how it happened. Very cool. That is Zoe Benson. She is joining us on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. And we have to take our final time out, but we have time for one more song after this. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right. 95.9 WATD. More after this. Wherever you go, we're there. Listen online at 95.9 WATD.com. We're the South Shores radio station, 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. We are on the tiny stage this evening with Zoe Benson. I am John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians. Every Tuesday from 8 till 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Follow us online, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. Instagram, too, at almostfamousradio. And coming up at 10 o'clock this evening, it's Mike Joshua. So stick around for that. Americana Rama, introducing you to some alternative countries, some indie folk, some southern rock. You never know what's going to happen on Americana Rama tonight with Mike Joshua, 10 o'clock in just a few moments here on WATD. But we do have Zoe Benson in studio for a few minutes longer. And how are you doing in there tonight? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great, too. You sound fantastic. Thank you. Uh, give us one last introduction, if you would, and tell us who you are. Yeah, I'm Zoe Benson from Boulder, Colorado. And you can find my music on zoebensonmusic.com and on Spotify and iTunes and apparently on Napster, too, which I was surprised about. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> that's still around. Still Me, thing. too. <laughs> Um, so you're, you're currently a student in Berkeley College of Music. What's happening um, currently at Berkeley? Um, well, there's a career jam actually right now. Um, and I went to a callback yesterday for a different Berkeley um, show and kind of accidentally auditioned in front of the judges from The Voice and America's Got Talent, which was super exciting, but they totally ripped everyone apart after the auditions, which of I kind of do. love. Yeah, I kind of love it. Because um, so often people are like, that was pretty. Um, but it was great for me, and now I feel like I know what to work on. So <laughs> That's very cool. And you're, you're working on um, a collection of new, uh, new singles? Yes, working on releasing six or eight new singles in the, in the coming months. Awesome. How far along is that? I have demos of almost everything done, so I'm working on getting the musicians together and booking some more time. Cool. Yeah. So when you're not playing music and not attending class, what, are your summer, what do you do to pass the time? Oh, I love spending time with my friends. I Honestly, music is both my hobby and my job, so it's mostly this or related to this. I like seeing live music. Um, I sing a lot of backup harmonies for friends at their shows. Awesome. Yeah. Any favorite venues in the city you'd like to uh, to visit? Oh, I've been liking the Great Scott, actually, okay. in Alston. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, a few places. I live in Cambridge now, so I like Zuzu's and um, the Cantab has good jazz bands and oldies. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, one last time, share your online information with us. Yeah, it's zoebensonmusic.com. Excellent. And uh, what's our final song going to be? This song is called Sick. Um, it's about kind of hearing yourself talk about the same thing over and over again, and the same thing comes up in your head, and you're just, you want to 
um, get out of your own own head. Awesome. Zoe, thank you so much for coming down to Marshfield tonight. We'll talk to you soon and get home safely. Thank you. I'm so sick of the way you push your hat down. I'm sick of your name and how it feels in my mouth. I swear I was talking about something else. But you always come up. Without